And as I'm there startled, the ball's rolled in the net. Everyone's celebrating. I'm thinking, what's happened? I didn't even get to the ball. It was a great goal. I don't think I could claim that goal either because it came off my hand last. <laughs> Coming up on the official Celtic FC podcast, we're joined by former striker Carlton Cole as he looks back on his Celtic memories. Um, Celtic. So when I was younger, I had a chance to play for Celtic um, when I was just about to leave. And he also reveals just how close he came to signing for the hoops before joining West Ham. This is the official Celtic FC podcast. Yeah, absolutely delighted to say we've got Carlton Cole on this week's podcast. Carlton, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? How are you, mate? I'm very good, yeah. Delighted to, to have you on and have a chance to look back through your... Oh, thanks for having career. me. Thanks for yeah. having me. Thanks for having me. You're a busy man these days, though, Carlton, since retiring from football. We've seen you on the telly pretty much all the time. T- tell everyone what yeah. you're up to. Yeah, look, look, mate, um, you don't know what happens in in afterlife, the afterlife of football. Footballers, um, some people have it sewn up, some people don't. I definitely didn't. Um, I didn't know where I was going after I, I retired, but, you know, life has got a funny way of working out. Um, I got involved with coaching, mentoring actually first, mentoring kid, young kids, because I got a bit of, I get, I got a bit of, um, I'd say I got a bit. Into, I got into a bit of kerfuffle off the pitch um, after my career, where things weren't set up for me in the right way, um, and I, I depended on the wrong people whilst I was playing um, to look after me. And after my career afterwards, and it just didn't work out that way. So um, I got into coaching um, and mentoring and and trying to help the younger generation better themselves. You know, so. That's that's where it kicked off for me. So West Ham gave me um, gave me an offer. I couldn't refuse to work with the the, the academy, um, which I'm quite grateful for, really grateful for, because it it got me back into a routine of waking up in the morning, going to training, um, coaching, obviously not playing, and it got it just got my mind right. So after my career, it was hard to get back on track, but you got. With a, where there's a will, there's a way, you know. And um, I've got back on track, coaching, giving back to the young kids, uh, making sure that they they're on the a good pathway, giving them the the the, the nuggets of wisdom that I can. And um, that's just taken off. And then obviously I got into radio somehow. I don't know how I got into that. Um, I think that was after it was during the pandemic, the pandemic when no one wanted to leave um, their houses, uh, but I would go into talk sport and. Um, and uh, make a good account of myself. Um, actually, just make a, a light, something light out of something serious at that time because I felt that the nation needed to be happy. So I was just just taking the mic out of myself, really, and then uh, making people laugh. And I've got invited back loads and loads of time. Now I've got my own um, show um, on the sports bar every Friday night um, um, with Adam Catchell. Good. And I've got great producers. The bosses at TalkSport are top as well. They let me be free. And um, yeah, then I got into TV as well. So it's just, it's just, it's just um, been brilliant. It's been brilliant. It's been a great journey. Still learning, doing loads of. I'm doing. I've done all my badges now, um, uh, footballing wise. So uh, I'm quite, I'm quite I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. I'm always climbing and learning. Brilliant. I love to hear it. I love to hear that positivity as well, Carlton. It's that's brilliant, and it's great to hear you doing so much important work with all those young kids as well, because that's definitely a really important side of of football. Um, 
But we are here to look back, Carlton, on your, your time at Celtic. I know it was, probably wasn't the most extended, longest period of time, but still some, some moments in there and still some memories. And you still it still seems like a club that you've got a bit of a connection with still to this day. Yeah, yeah, listen. Um, one thing I've got to say about um, Celtic. So when I was younger, I had a chance to play for Celtic. Um when I was just about to leave West Ham, I think it was. And uh, I think it was at that time when I can't remember who the manager was, but um, there was an option there for me to talk to, 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 to Celtic. But at the time I still wanted to conquer um, the Premier League. So any Premier League that came in for me when I was about to leave Chelsea was, um, was probably more appetizing for me and my my future and my career because obviously I wanted to, I didn't really want to leave home as well because I I got on loan a few places where it hadn't worked for me um, and that was just me leaving home so I kind of not, I didn't like it uh, but I was a mom, quite a mummy's boy and I always had to have my mummy around so um, still to this day as well so um, the thing is when I went to to Celtic at that time in my life. Um, there was a lot going on off the field for me. Um, and it wasn't really the best time for me to join Celtic and have a clear mind. Um, and it was a whole new restructure for me. And obviously Celtic as well weren't in the best of places at that time as well. You know, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. But when I was younger, I always said I wanted to play for Celtic. That's the one thing I've got to say. I always did want to do that. And uh, I did get to do it. I had an honour to do it. Such a massive club. Um, I've seen this legends that sort of I've, I've had over the years. And, I, and at the time, I, um, when I was younger, actually, John Hartson, obviously, he was, he, he was a, he's a Celtic legend. And um, I used to love the way he used to play. Like, he was one of my, my idols when I was growing up. I, don't, I haven't told a lot of people this, but he was one of those ones where I used to look and thinking, what a proper striker he is. Plus, my agent at the time when I was younger, I found out I had a knee problem. And he said to me, he goes, well, if you look at John Hartson's career, who was an older player than you, um, if you look at it, he's had a great career, but he had the same kind of knee, knee problem you had. And um, it hasn't affected him. So he got, actually, John Hartson gave me a lot of inspiration to not, to not be um, negative about the little injury I had, which wasn't a little injury, it was quite a big one. But I had it from a young age, 20, 21. But it was a, there was a hole in me. It was called a conjugal defect. And he said that John Hartson had this. And this are the times when he was, uh, he was playing up, um, he was playing for Celtic. And I was just looked at his whole career path. And I was like, well, if we can make a massive career and be a great um, pioneer of the game, I can do the same thing. Like, and with a knee, with a knee problem or not without a knee problem. So he was an inspiration. And I know he knew I knew he played for Celtic and he thinks highly of Celtic. I, I always thought, wow, this guy just he's a he loves this club. He really loves until this day he still loves the club. So yeah, so Celtic was always a part of my life, like remotely, <laughs> from a distance, you know. It's always been like that. So did the deal actually ever come I think you left Chelsea in what, two thousand and six or something. So did the deal actually ever come close or was it always West Ham that you were going to go to? Oh, so that was a that was a time when I was gonna I was thinking about coming to Celtic because I'd been offered, and um, it was Celtic. I remember it was Bolton, Celtic, um, Spurs, um, 
and another team in um, Russia <laughs> and the Turkish team as well. Like there was, so I, I did have a lot of options because you're being young, um, got the world at your feet, looking to progress in your life. Um, I was playing for England under 21s at the time. So it just depended what I wanted at that time. But at that time in my life, I just wanted to be in the Premier, stay in the Premier League because I felt I hadn't um, developed the way I wanted to yet. So I stayed. And that's why I ended up going to West Ham in the end. Um, and West Ham, obviously, I had my best years at West Ham. And um, um, after West Ham, when Celtic came knocking, I was like, oh, we need to get this done. Uh, that This is like, if I'm going to go anywhere, I'd love to go to Celtic because that is like, something that's been on my wish list for quite a while. Yeah, so it was a 2015-2016 season where you yeah. eventually signed for Celtic. Yeah, so basically, basically 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> were you just a little bit slower at that point then, Carlton? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember how the move actually all came about to Celtic? Um, well, at the time, I was actually searching for a club because I wasn't really, um, I hadn't really organised what I wanted to do after um, West Ham I, I was going to go to West Brom mid-season the season before that time in the January window before I, obviously the contract ran out at the end of the season and I hadn't really planned um, where I wanted to go I went to a few places to go and have a look but really didn't tickle my fancy at the time and um, I'd already got rid of uh, one of my agents at the time as well so I was like I'm open I'm open I want to hear any, any, any what anybody's got to say and um, um, and at the time I was I wasn't actually as fit as I should have been. I had missed the preseason, so I had to try and think. Do you know what? I'll go there. Let me just. They didn't want to sign me straight away. They wanted me to get fit first. So I said, "All right, I'll I'll come up there for that. I don't mind it." Um, obviously, I had a, everyone knew about my knee problem, so that was always going to be kind of um a situation where I had to prove my my worth as well and prove my fitness. So that's why it took a. I was at the club for for about a month or two before I actually signed. So I had to get my fitness up and then and then um signed a, a deal. It was that's how that's how much I wanted to play for the club. And because I'd gone through all of those processes to do the trial, do the get the fitness to I just wanted to complete the move and just say, listen, I'll sign anything. Just get me in, get me playing. I want to play again and uh put the colours on. So it was quite a relief when I did sign. What were your first impressions then when you, you came into the football club? Well, when, obviously, when I come into the football club, like I saw the training ground, a fantastic facilities. I felt at the time, I felt this is decent. Like, I loved the. Do you know what I loved? Like when you train and you can see the mountains in the background, and then there's a little castle on the side. I was like, wow, this is just unbelievable. This is like this is a life, man. Imagine waking up, coming up to training, and training this every day. It was brilliant. I I really enjoyed myself. My first impressions, I was the staff. The staff were really good, really kind, really helpful. Um, the players were just they were just banter obviously you had Bruni that is um, just the life of the party he kept he set the set the tone he, he made you know what it was to play play for Celtic and um, yeah so I had a great time when I first initially came to the club the manager was good to me obviously you had um, you had some great people as as, as backroom staff there and, uh, and one thing I've got to say is the kit man he's a, he was a Obviously, a Lisbon Lion and um, Clarkey, and he was such a he was such a down to earth person. Like, and and I was thinking, that's so good that you still got that culture in and around the training ground. And um, so I was just, I was just, I was taken back by the the the. the it was such a big club, but it's still a family club. It was quite weird. Like, 
because you know Celtic's a massive club in the world, in world football, then you go in the training ground, you start to see how, how much of a tight-knit it is and the family club it really is. So I had a, I had a great time there and it was a great experience. Did John Clark ever come up to you and say, here, look at my European Cup winner's medal? <laughs> no, no. Do you know what? Yeah, he didn't. That's the most humbling thing about it. People actually had to tell me, by the way, do you know who that is? And I was like, no. And he's gone. So that's when I started to learn the history. I was like, this geezer is unbelievable. Like, he's a great guy. Like, what a what a top, top person. Of the, and, and the thing about it, he doesn't, he doesn't, don't put it in your face. Not at all. He just treat you like everybody else. And he, um, what a class character he was. He's um, just a humble person. He was a humble person, man. So, look, don't, that, and, and that sets the precedence for what your relationship's going to be with the club straight away when you've got people like that, you know? So, yeah, I had a great time when I, when I first got there. Yeah, you mentioned Scott Brown. I suppose that's obviously a player you would have known about before you came into Celtic. What were your, what were your impressions of him? Yeah, so I just knew that because I already knew about him from before. Like, I used to see him on Sky Sports in scruffs and, 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 uh, and, and, and winding up the, the other team all the time. You used to see him. So when I used to look at it, I just think, this guy is kind of crazy. But then when you met him, he was just a, he was a humble guy as well. Like a really down-to-earth person. And then you get crap some jokes with you. He understands the banter. He understands how it is. And he's such a great captain. And I could understand why he, um, all the players just love him. And, and he used to lead by the front, lead by example. But he used to have, he used to be crazy, but his standards were very high. So you'll understand when it's time to work, it's time to work. But he'll have a joke and a laugh with you on the side. But when it's time to work, he took his job very seriously. So yeah, I, I've had big, big admirations for Bruni. Mm -hmm. How did you find moving up to Glasgow compared to life in London? Did you did you enjoy it? Were there quite a lot of differences, though, I imagine? Well, you got to understand as well, like, because I'm kind of a homebody, you know, like, I don't really like leaving my surroundings. I don't like change. I don't like, I had to adapt. But when I went up to Glasgow, like, I I'd lived, I lived, I found a, a lovely spot in, um, I, I forgot where it's called, in the West End. A lovely, a lovely flat over there. And, um, my, obviously, my family first, when they first come up, they initially settled me in and then they went back to London. So I was up there quite a lot alone. And um, my cousin had come up there with me as well. So and he's going back and forth from London. And like my initial thoughts when I, the, the city itself was brilliant. Like everyone is so friendly. Everyone is such a friend. Like I didn't really have a bad experience. That's why I'm so gutted. The football part didn't do the talking and it didn't work out. But as a city, what a, what a city. I still, I've, I've been back up there a couple of times now. And um, the, it's, it never ceases to amaze me how warm the, the people are there as well. I had a mate that was playing for Partick Thistle at the time. So that was quite good. And he was from my area that I grew up in. Um, and, and, and he was, uh, I don't know if you remember him, Abdul Osman. He played yeah. for Partick. Yeah, so he was their captain for a little while. But um, so he was uh, he was in he was doing from my house as well. So <laughs> I had people up there to 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 bounce off. But I'm just saying like, and he showed me around town as well. Showed me some great spots to eat and everything. So he was great for me too. Um, and there's and all the other players as well. They was all they all took me in and took me around the, the best places in Glasgow and and told me told me what the best places to go is and and where to stay away from and you know so. <laughs> But the people there as a whole 
Um, Glasgow, Glaswegians, they're, they're just top, man. Oh, brilliant. That's great to hear, yeah. Um, you can yeah, you quickly learn what places not to go to in Glasgow and what parts yeah. of the city. <laughs> um, so what did you, obviously when you, you came in, you had to kind of get your fitness up to speed before you then sign your deal and then before you then make your, your debut as well for the club. So what was the kind of the training like when you when you first came in? Was it different for you because you were trying to find your feet or were you involved straight from the off? Um. So I was trying to, so when it was, when I first come in, I was trying to find my feet, basically. Um, it was, it was difficult because it was a massive change, much massive culture change as well. So it was quite, it, that that transition was quite hard for me to, to gain my fitness the way I wanted it to be. Then I got an, a freak, ex, a freak injury on my calf. I think I popped my calf or something. I've never had a calf injury and I couldn't run. And I was like, why have I only got a calf injury? The first time I've ever had a calf injury. And this was just about before I was going to sign. And it just didn't work out. And um, so I didn't get off to a great start. It's just how football goes. I'm not, there's not, there's no grudges. Yeah. Um, you finally did make your debut away up in Inverness. What a, what a place to, to welcome yourself to Scottish football up in the cold in the Highlands. Um, what was it like to kind of pull on the hoops for the, the first time in that game as well? You were involved in one of the most bizarre goals ever. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. Like that goal, like so. Obviously, driving up there was this like loads of mountains and hill. It was hilly and everything. It was cold as well up there. Yeah, but so the, the 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 scenic view going up there was unbelievable. I was like, this is lovely. This is unbelievable. I love this place. Anyway, I would get up there, get to the stadium, and um, obviously I'm on the bench and I come on. Great. Great atmosphere. Um, everyone was buzzing to see me put on a Celtic shirt, obviously, and um, I was buzzing to be there. Um, but then I remember what happened. Like the ball had been shot by, I can't remember who it was. I think it was, um, who was it? Someone's had a great shot. I think it might have been Lee. It might have been Lee. He had a shot. It's come back out. It's come back to me. I've taken kind of a heavy touch because I'm rusty at this, this point in my, in my career. Um, I'm rusty because I haven't been playing football, but ball comes out, I take a heavy touch. I go to <laughs> I go to chase after my touch, yeah, touch and tackle. And then all of a sudden, I think I've been taken out from this side and that side, and I've done a roly-poly, and I'm thinking, oh, penalty anyway. But then it's come off my hand, I think, and I'm like, they're startled. And as I'm there startled, the ball's rolled in, and everyone's celebrating. I'm thinking, what's happened? I didn't even get to the ball. So it was it was a bizarre goal, but when the gods are shining on you, the gods are shining on you, man. It's brilliant. It was a great goal. I don't think I could claim that goal either because it came off my hand last. <laughs> if we had VAR back then, you probably yeah, oh, man. yeah, exactly. It wouldn't have been a goal. <laughs> have you ever been involved in a goal like that at all in your life? <laughs> no. Oh, I have actually. I've had a, actually. There was a one goal that was for West Ham. It's quite a funny goal. So these are two funny goals in my career. Like there was a one I was it was against Burnley at home to, at Upton Park and I was running in, I took a heavy, another heavy touch towards the goalkeeper, and then the goalkeeper's kind of come out and he's kind of smothered it, but it's it the balls remained there. I'm on the floor and I'm looking, I'm thinking, oh I could I could pull it in here. I'm on the floor. If you go on the YouTube, you'll see it. And then I've kind of scooped it in whilst on the floor, like and there's a goal. But the second goal I scored after that, 
with a worldie. So I kind of redeemed myself. But I was quite embarrassed of the first goal. It's the same kind of feeling I had with that goal as well against Inverness because that was quite a silly goal as well. But it only happens to Colton Cole. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was the perfect way to, to make your debut, wasn't it? I mean, it's something that I think, even to this day, all Celtic fans still remember your debut away to Inverness. It's a kind of, it's quite fun in a way that that happened because it's kind of endeared yourself to the Celtic fans yeah, in a way. Yeah, look, look, listen, I've got a funny way of um, leaving my mark around wherever I go, yeah? And it might be for a bit of a laugh, it might be for a joke, it might be, you might hate me, you might love me, but you'll remember me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's superb, that's brilliant. The Celtic fans definitely remember you, Carlton, they, they definitely do. Uh, yeah, actually, then. Yeah, but listen, listen. I, I love the Celtic fans. They, they, they were proper man. Like they used to, they took on that, the, the, the song on as well that West Ham used to sing for me as well. Uh, obviously, Spandu Ballet. They took that on, and every time I used to hear them sing it, I was like, wow, my heart is fluttering, man. I used to love it because it's just like I'm, I basically moved home, and they made me feel at home when I was um, warming up in them on the sideline. So thank you for making me feel like that. Oh, superb. I mean, you did actually then get an official goal that we can credit for you in the match away to, I think it was Stranraer away in the, in the yes, Scottish well. Cup. Yeah, what do you remember about that? Well, that was a high-pressure game, you know, because you got to understand, like, I hadn't started a game um, for, for Celtic, obviously, and that was like I needed, to, I needed to leave my account. I needed to prove the manager that yeah, I'm worth starting up front with Lee a lot more. Um, and I wanted to prove to him that I can do it still, um, but I just needed game time and, and get fit. And I didn't really ca get that. I didn't really get that from him. So I, I scored that goal. It was a great um, ball in from near Beaton. Um, I remember on the far post and I headed it in and then I was like, so relieved I'd scored. And I could have scored another one I, I, if I could remember clearly. Lee scored a few goals, I think. But I just wanted to prove that we could play together and use that as a, a springboard to to go into the next level and see, listen, we could go and do this in the in the league. But um, it wasn't to be. I think the manager had his his favourites of what he wanted to do and what he wanted to, and he probably thought I still wasn't fit enough. And he get in there, so I was I was fighting a lost cause, you know. But I wanted to prove to him exactly what I can do and just get some rhythm going. But as a, and as a striker, you need that you need that rhythm. Um, I get it. I, Look, I wasn't the footballer I, I was when I was in the Premier League, but coming into to Celtic. Yeah, I mean, you seem like you've got such clear memories of your, your time at Celtic, which is amazing. Like, does anything else stand out for you? Are there any good stories that you can remember? No, well, do you, you know what? The reason why I do, because I told you at the start, it was a big deal for me to go up there. And uh, even my missus always says, like, listen, I know you've always wanted to go there. Do you know what I mean? And... Um, and because it didn't work out, I was kind. I was. I wasn't. I weren't happy about it. You know, like I really wasn't. It really it affected me for quite a long while. Plus, I was going through stuff. As, as I said at the start, I was going through stuff at, off the pitch as well, which wasn't helping me. Um, so, Celtic so has a massive part to play in my life in that period of time where I was in a transition period with things going on on and off the field for me. You know, like so. I'll always you're always going to remember the next part of where you was ten years with um, when you was when you was at a club for ten years. You're always going to remember the next move, always. So Celtic's always. So I'm quite privileged to have Celtic as my next move. That's just an honour in itself because some people they don't get that at that age to go to a Celtic or go to 
You know, that's why I'll always remember Celtic because I want it to be better than it was and what I showed. But that's the thing, Tarleton, because so many people, myself included, grew up dreaming of pulling on the green and white shirt and yeah. only a few people get to do it, but you're one of them. Yeah. But look, look I've got stories. Um, I've got I've got some silly stories, really. It's not really big stories, but... Um, like, I've got one story. I've got one story. It's quite funny, actually. Um, so, obviously, we've we've had our Christmas party. There was a Christmas party, right? And then um, we've organised for the lads to come down to London, all right? So, we've come down to London, right? And then all of a sudden, like, I'd organised a, a place where all the lads to go and have a drink. So, we've gone to a, a nightclub. And, um, but somehow... We had a fancy dress the night before. The, 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 no, there's fancy dress the, the, the night before. And then the day after, we're going to go out clubbing. But everyone, half had decided to go to one club and half had decided to go to another club. Now, I was in the other club where it wasn't that fun. So I was like, no, do you know what? We're leaving here. And then we we're going to the other club to meet the other lads. Um, so... It was, I've forgotten who was in there. I think it was near Bitton. Um, so Bruni was in the other club with the other boys. I think I was with um, Kieran Tierney. Um, a few other young lads as well. So we'd gone to the other club now. But I forgot, and we hadn't bought a drink, by the way, but I'd, I forgot that we did <laughs> pay for the table. So I'd, I'd just we just up and left. And then in the papers the next day, it was... Celtic um, leave club without footing the bill. That was the that was the headline. So they made it. They, they sold it to the papers. These people. So it's quite. I was thinking, oh, did we didn't even have a drink. <laughs> what had happened? What I'd found out that happened later on is that because we'd left the table and didn't tell anyone. Yeah, people thought they could order on our tab, but we hadn't put our card down or anything. So people just order drinks without us knowing. <laughs> and we hadn't told anyone that we'd left to go to the other place. So we got into trouble anyway. And um, I, had to, I, I had to end up paying that bill, I think. <laughs> Did you have to go back the next day? For somebody else. Somebody else. For somebody else. I didn't even... We didn't even enjoy it. Someone else had a free night on us. Unbelievable. But yeah, that was quite a funny story. But we ended up paying for the other table in the other club. So I got hit with a double whammy. Unbelievable. It's your city as well and you're getting a bad rep. Oh mate, I, I I had no control, mate. I had no control. A bunch of a bunch of um, Celtic lads that's ran, running riot in London is not good, trust me. <laughs> oh, that's superb, Carlton. Um what what I'd like to do actually just before we finish is just go through a couple of kind of quick fire teammate questions, just a few more stuff about your Celtic career if, if that's okay with you, just to see what you can yeah, yeah. remember about some of your teammates. So um, who would you say, if you can remember, was kind of like the funniest in the squad? And was there anybody that would be pulling pranks quite a lot? Well, you got to say Scotty, Scotty Brown, man. He's he's something else. Um, so funny. He's always putting pranks, always having a laugh. Then you've got to have. I've got to put Scott Allen is there as well at the time. Scotty Allen was hilarious. <laughs> he's always got like those old pub jokes. You know those old pub jokes that. Like you're thinking, where have you pulled this one out? And he's, he's got them for days. Like, what's what is wrong with him? Like, he just stores jokes. <laughs> he should be a stand-up comedian. 
But yeah, yeah he was quite funny. He's a great guy as well. Yeah, I'm still in contact with Scott Yalens as well. I'm still in contact with him, so we stayed friends. Oh, brilliant! I uh, probably those types of jokes that you hear from your dad or something like that, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always that guy. Got loads of them for days. <laughs> brilliant. Um, was there a player in the team that you were surprised at in terms of like the the quality that they had that you maybe hadn't heard of before? Um, so Kieran, Kieran Tierney. Um, definitely he was I looked at him there was one time right um, I think it was playing Aberdeen or someone like that no it was it Dundee Dundee away I think it was Dundee United away and um, he'd already injured his shoulder he dislocated his shoulder the game before can't remember who it was against and he wanted to play and I was like bro like calm down you've got your whole career ahead of you man like you, don't, you might not need to play this game you'll be fine like wait give it one more day He's gone, no, Coley, I have to play. I was like, please, bro, do not play because I'm worried about your future. If you go and land on it again, it's going to mess you up like for this whole season and then it'll just keep on popping back out. Um, and he was like, okay, I'll take it in. So he said he weren't going to play. Then we'd done the team sheet and then his name was on there <laughs> yeah, to start the game. And I've looked at him, he's looked at me and he's gone, <laughs> he just yeah, I don't know what. So he played anyway, he played well, and uh, nothing. Thankfully, nothing happened to him. But that was the type of character he was. He just didn't care. He wanted to play every game. Um, that I think that was his breakthrough season as well. So he wanted to make sure that he played every game and was available for every game. And look where it's got him. He's at Arsenal. And 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 the thing about it is, uh, he's a he's one of their stalwarts. He's one of those players that gets stuck in, and um, you can rely on. So he's a great signing for Arsenal. And I was so proud when he did sign because um, he was um, a, a great talent at Celtic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had a, a fine system when you were at the club, Carlton, but if you did, I always like to ask people if there was someone in particular that got fined the most. Oh, probably me. <laughs> I was always getting fined, mate. Look, the amount of money that I've probably lost in football alone, to football, I've paid for a lot of holidays. I've paid a lot of nights out a lot of Christmas parties and Celtic was no different. <laughs> Actually, one of the nights was on me <laughs> and I had to pay another part of it. So that 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 trip to London was quite um, expensive for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, so I did get fined um, one of the, so Christmas party, most of that money was mine and um, the, the boys went out and I had a great time on it. Are you still texting some of the guys saying, by the way, you still owe me from seven years ago? Nah, nah. <laughs> Listen, as long as the lads had fun, that's all it was. Matters. That team bond. And obviously, the lads went on to win the league that season as well. So it worked. So everything, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And just to finish on, Carlton, if you were just to have a, a kind of final memory of Celtic when you look back on it now, how would you, how would you look back on it? Well, when I've always looked back on it as a prestigious club. Um, my time there, I got to to grace the grace the um, the, the, the the hoops, as you'd say. I, I got to don the hoops, and I'm very proud of that in my career. As you see, if you go on my Twitter or go on my Instagram, you'll see um, I put on the, the the leaf, the Celtic leaf on there. I don't know what you call it, the Celtic leaf. Four leaf clover, yeah, yeah, the four leaf clover. I put it a four leaf clover on my, just to show that I'd played for Celtic 
And um, also, I, I play in the Legends. I played in the Legends game not so, not, not so long ago. I've, I've still got my connections up there. I played I played with um, a lot of people that admire Celtic as well. And it's been a, it's been a great ride, man. And um, so I'll always look back on my time there and think, oh, what a great club and what things it can do. And I'm glad you guys are doing so well. You've got a great manager at the helm there as well. So keep it going, man. Brilliant. Well, we'll get you up for a game at some point then, Carlton, and, and get you back at, at Celtic Park. We'd love to do that. But no. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to come up one day and, um, and just come and sit, watch a game and um, get, get the vibes in, take the, take the atmosphere in for <laughs> once. And as, not as a player, as being stressed as a player, but as a fan as well. And we'll get the Carlton Cole song back in the terraces. Oh, that'll be ledge. That'll be ledge, mate. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Uh, make it happen, bro. Make it happen. And then, and then film it. I'll put it. I'll, I'll, I'll send it all to my West Ham boys and say, listen, you're getting out, son. You're getting out, son, West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, that's great. No, thank you so much for joining us in the podcast. Honestly, it's been brilliant to look back and your time at Celtic and great to chat to you. Um, Love the fact that you still speak so highly about the club and have such great memories, Carlton. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. Cheers.